welcome to Slow on the Uptake with Wells and Zach. And today we're going to be talking about punny road signs, expensive sandals, and Russian prisoners. Yeah. <laughs> Starting us off with the punny road signs. Uh, I've, I actually wanted to talk about this for the last couple of weeks because I was driving down the highway through our town and uh, I saw a sign up that I've never seen before and it, I can't remember exactly what it said, but I did a little research and it was perfect topic because, you know, there's a lot of cool stuff behind it, apparently. It was just, uh, I don't know, it was, it was like a sign that said, like, it was like, turn on your headlights because it was foggy out when I was driving. But then I've never seen it on again. It was the only time I saw it on. And I, was it was it like one of those orange temporary flashing ones? Yeah, yeah. It was like uh, the light up ones. Yeah. But uh, like, I I wish I wrote it down because I was gonna write down a bunch of them for this episode, but unfortunately I didn't remember it. And it was like a pun, and it was really good. You'll just have to take my word for it. But I'll I have a couple examples that I found online that I can share with all of you. These uh, road signs are an effort to reach out and spread awareness to safe driving. So it'll include stuff about, like, not to drink and drive and stuff and make sure you're not texting and driving. Wells, I have a question for you. What is that? Do you think that these signs actually help driving (laughs) safety? I, I don't know. Like, me personally, if a sign is good enough... I'm taking my phone out and texting while driving. <laughs> just just that, so I could get that sign to more people. Okay? That is a very good point. That, that that's probably why I didn't remember it and I didn't write it down. I would have. You were looking I, for your phone and you couldn't find it. It was in the crack. And then and then I drove off the highway and then got in a severe accident. And then the sign was gone. Yep. Choose not to use sign came back though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is a campaign t- towards zero deaths, and it's every Monday they plan on putting out messages out on the highways that's national in the U.S. that spreads awareness. And just to give you an idea of what these punny road signs are, we got, like, Come on. only Rudolph can drive lit. Or, like, hey. hello from the outside, buckle up and stay alive. All right, some of them aren't very good, but... Okay, yeah, that one's... Yeah, yeah. I was, I was really having, like, big, this is going to be funny, I'm going to be laughing, like, rolling on the floor, <laughs> and then you then you came at me with that. How about, right, how about this one's a good reference. I'm going to see if you get it. Okay, I'm going to close my Hocus Pocus, drive with focus. Yeah, well, Hocus Pocus kind of narrows it down. Uh, let's see. Every movie that doesn't include a wizard is awful. It's list. not a movie. You said movie. Oh, you said I said reference. reference. Yeah. Hocus Pocus. This is not a focus. And is it animated? It's a song. Oh. Yeah. Sang by a male or female? Neither. What? <laughs> it's a. All right. All right. I'll, I'll have to. I don't have it ready. I don't. I'll, I'll play a clip next episode, but it's a uh, it's a it's a rock song. It's just some really good guitar. Man, it's Hocus Pocus, or it's Focus by Hocus Pocus. Oh, it's it's, it's a okay. it's a good it's so a good just, song. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And you said it's just guitar, no words. Just guitar. Well, there's some yodeling 
believe it or not. So that would mean, even with just guitar, that would mean that there'd still have to be a person behind it. Okay, I, yes, I guess it's a male. So I guess my, uh, my hints given were improper, and uh, therefore, uh, uh, therefore that does yeah, not count. Yeah, you knew that song? What? Oh, obviously, yeah. Oh, obviously. Do you want me to tell you how it goes? Yeah. I don't have a good like mouth guitar, so oh, I'm I'm struggling. That's understandable. Okay, and if you want to look up more examples like this, like here's another one. That's the temperature, not the speed limit. Still not that funny, but if you would like to look up any of these, we got these from care11.com, and yeah, off to you, Zach, with Brittany Griner. Wells, I have a question for you. I'm listening. Remember back when, uh, February 17th, right? 2022, what are you doing that day? Wow. I, you know, I have no idea. Why do you ask? That was the day Brittany Griner was arrested in Russia for possession of hashish oil on her, which is a illegal substance in Russia. But I'm bringing this up now because uh, eight days ago, on December 8th, she was released through a prisoner trade with Russia. Oh. Uh, We traded a man named Victor Bout to Russia for Brittany Griner. And if you don't know Victor Bout, he's an arms dealer, and his nickname is Merchant of Death. (laughs) So so we we got... uh basketball player we got basketball player that had petty misdemeanor uh-huh in exchange for international uh, inter- arms dealer yes international arms dealer yeah that sounds fair for, for wnba star yeah yeah that that totally sounds like an equal trade oh no can't <laughs> but um the big the big reason people are uh, getting mad about it is because russia also has this u.s uh, I don't remember exactly what he was. Marine, right? I want to say Marine. Yeah. And he is also captured there, but would not do the trade with both of them coming back to America and us only giving him back. Oh, that's so weird. So we really just got finessed. Yeah, I, I guess. Not like straight up. We just got finessed. Yeah, I'm. That, that is insane. Like, I don't know how you wouldn't be able to, like, throw in, like, any other person At with all. the international arms dealer with the name the death mm-hmm. merchant right merchant of death merchant of death <laughs> like what that yeah that's ridiculous it's like uh oh i made a trade today oh who i gave away the merchant of death for who bg Brittany <laughs> grinder's nickname is bg <laughs> we got we got like the most menacing name of all time we got the merchant of death in one corner, and then you got BG on the other. Dog, oh, you're telling me. You pull up to a... <laughs> let's just say... We're in a building, okay? I'm... Yeah. And there's a man in the corner named Merchant of Death. Will you talk to that man the entire night? No. Not once, right? If I know his name, I... <laughs> if his name was BG... That's... That's my next point. <laughs> if we walk into a dimly lit room and see Brittany Griner standing over there, what are we going to do? Be like, oh, hey, that's Brittany Griner, and then move on, right? Yeah, so, I, I'm pretty sure that the trade is definitely in Russia's favor. Oh, for sure. Not, not even a question. But it is one that we could have done much better on, too. Yeah, I, I don't know like what goes on in a trade like that. 
but we should have had like Saul Goodman on the line or some. We we had to <laughs> literally anything besides just Brittany Griner. Brittany Griner for the Merchant of Death is not a trade we should be making. Now we'll be moving into our interview with Carson, who is a friend of ours and has also been keeping up to date with the recent topic and events. He will be giving us his view on the situation and what he thinks about it. Hello, I have Carson here with me today, and I'm going to be questioning Carson about what you know about Brittany Griner and the recent prisoner swap. All right. What do you know? Um, I know that Brittany Griner is a WNBA player, and I know that she got arrested in Russia or in Moscow at the airport, like in last February, maybe it was in 2022. I don't really remember. But I know she got arrested for having um, marijuana of some sort, like a vape or something like that. She was, I know she's treated very poorly. Um, she caught her hair as well when she got back, or maybe it was when she was at the prison, but. I remember that she was treated very poorly there, and yeah, that's that's. Um, do you know? All. Do you know? Um, like who was involved in the trade? I know. I don't remember his name exactly, but he's like the Merchant of Death, mm-hmm. and he's like funded like terrorist groups. Yeah. Um, yep. over the world, um, around the world, and um, I don't know if it was international arms dealer. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the title. So, do you think that this trade was fair? Personally, like, he, it's good that we have her back, but at the same time, there was a Marine there who has been there for longer, and they weren't willing to get him back, but they were willing to get Brittany back, and she's kind of just a basketball player. Um, and I don't think it was good for us because we gave away like he used to be one of the most wanted men around the world and we kind of just gave him up for a basketball player mm-hmm. which is kind of absurd to me like sure you could say like prison changed him but at the same time like if he was a criminal he's probably just gonna go do it again now that he won't he probably won't be caught again because they of course he's gonna be under supervision but there's a lot of stuff that you can do to get out of that and if he's in Russia, they're obviously not going to arrest him because they wanted him back. So, yeah, of he's got he's going to be careful around the world, obviously, and he's probably just going to continue doing what he was doing. And personally, I don't think it was a fair nor a safe trade for America, but definitely for Russia, they got the benefit of the entire trade here. No, for sure. And uh, on that, do you think there would be any better alternatives to? Uh what this trade ended up being because uh, you mentioned that there was um, a Marine there and I believe there's another American but yeah like a journalist or something mm-hmm. do you um, have any thoughts on that if I feel like if we had a lower profile individual in America that we have like as a prisoner of war whatever their names are but um Personally, if we had a different person um, going back to Russia, I feel like it would have been not only safer, but a better trade on both sides. Or at least if they were to trade the weapons dealer 
um, at least we would get the Marine back as well because having such a high-profile individual for just a basketball player, it's kind of odd to me rather than not having like a Marine who has definitely done probably worse things than the basketball player has, which is really weird to me. And I honestly is unfair to the Marine in my eyes. And he said... He said that it was fine. He's glad that they're making progress, but like, who knows how much longer he's going to stay there. Mm -hmm. But it is good to at least do something to maybe lower the tension with Russia and the entire world. It's kind of like showing that we don't want to do anything bad, but I I don't know. You don't really know what their plan was with that. Um, they, they hide a lot of stuff from us, which is kind of scary, but is the truth and a lot of governments do the same thing so you don't really know what their plan was or what they're going to do but they just wanted to get this person back yeah for sure that'll be all thank you for tuning in and thank you carson uh yeah your thank you all right bye. all right bye you can read and learn more about that topic on cbsnews.com and nbcnews.com and now we're Going to Wells with a topic from APnews.com. Yeah, and you probably got it from the little intro, but we're going to be talking about some really expensive sandals. So apparently, Steve Jobs, his shoes, his sandals, his Burks, sold for $218,000 at auction. Couple questions about the topic, right? <laughs> okay, I'm listening. One, were they like beat or were they like brand new? No, they were very used. Like very they used, they were yeah. basically like dust. Like like he bought one pair when he was 18 and then he wore them until he died. Basically, yeah. Like these were the sandals that he had in his garage when he started up Apple. Damn. Like yeah. Like every day he'd wake up, complain about life put on these sandals, and then start working on Apple. Yeah. Those sandals. Those sandals. And, and what, hang on, the, the craziest part about this is that they were expected to sell for 600, or not six, sorry, they were expected to sell for $60,000. And how much did they go for? 218000 Yeah, yeah. Uh, Greater than less then, come on. <laughs> yeah, but... Uh, I don't know how, like, I don't know why you would want to buy Burks that are, like, a quarter of a million dollars. I mean, yes, they're from Steve Jobs, and he passed in 2011, but uh, it doesn't make any sense to me at why anyone would spend that much money on a pair of sandals, you know? Can I ask my second question? Go for it. What model and color were the sandals? <laughs> from <laughs> I don't know the model, but from pictures I saw, they're they're just brown, Burks. Like like a dark brown, a light brown. Yeah, it was like a dark brown. I don't know if that like, was like Arizona brown, mocha brown. You know, now that you say it, I don't really know. Like lighter, darker. It was uh, it was a bit darker, I'd say. I don't know if that was just because of how old they were, but you know. Was it like was it like that right there? They can't see this, but I'm pointing Zach at a cabinet. Is, Zach is pointing at a brown cabinet. <laughs> a brown cabinet. And I can say that it does look 
a little bit like the brown cabinet. Would you say it's more like the darker parts or the lighter parts? This brown cabinet has dark strips in it, and I'm going to say it looks like the darker strips of the brown cabinet. Okay, so we're going to go with Arizona brown, then. There we go. Wild guess, just... Based off, of, based off of relative brown shades, we're going to go with Arizona brown. And was it just like classic one, two straps? Right it it was a two strapper. All yep. right. Two strap. Yep. And Burks. You, you heard it here. Uh, Zach says it's a Arizona brown and it's a two strapper sandal for a quarter million dollars. Uh, let's look on a mend right now to see what will come up. The... Oh, it's um, mid-1970s. That's when they came out, these Burks. Oh, so he had, he had the OGs. Yeah, they're oh. OGs. And, <laughs> oh, that, and that, uh, part, that part couldn't have been mentioned. <laughs> well, okay, I was getting there. And these were the most expensive sandals ever sold. What year were they from? Mid-1970s. Yeah. I'll just look up Steve Jobs, Birkenstock. I kind of want to see these. Yeah, and if you want to see these two, you can uh, look up at APnews.com. Correction. Correct. All right. During this decade of his life, Jobs had a penchant for wearing Birks. He reportedly wore his tan Birkenstock sandals consistently. And that was from WashingtonPost.com. Oh. So. And, and what time was this? Uh, when did he die? He died in 2011 from cancer complications. This is November 15th. Oh. No, no, it's like an old picture of them in the briefcase. So it, yeah, yeah, that's that's yeah, that's from the auction. That's that's the legit picture. Yeah, it's the legit picture. Yeah, which looks like some beaten. Do you know my question though? Tan Birkenstocks. What's your question, Wells? So these are the most expensive sandals. Right? Yes. What are like the second most expensive sandals? Because I think you could say that for so many topics out there that no one cares. <laughs> yeah, but so it would have to be someone who like passed, I'm sure. Yeah, obviously it's gonna have to be some famous Roman king or something. Or maybe it's just like a really blinged out sandal. Like, what if it's just it could, sold like that? It could be, you know, just has diamonds on the side. You know what? Just for the mystery. I'm not going to ever Google this <laughs> and not ever put any more research into the second most expensive sandal ever bought. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't really roll off the tongue or is it interesting, but it makes you wonder, like, who even keeps track of that? Second most, obviously, it's I'm, my guess is that this won by a very large margin because it's Steve Jobs sandals. I feel like that's just the attire that people attribute to. He's got the dad fit. For Burks or what? Burks with the khakis and the dress shirt. A little frat boy action? <laughs> yes. Okay, well, I have a list of <laughs> the no. top 10 most expensive sandals in the world. All right, try it. From therichest.com, so I'm not sure how... Uh, how good of a list this is because I don't think that's the best site for factual pieces of information. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm listening, though. Okay, number 10. Stuart Weitzman Diamond Dream Stilettos, $500,000. What? Yeah. 
500,000. Those, those, these are sandals? Uh, these ones are actually heels. Oh, I, I don't okay. think that any of these are going to be. Oh, they're just shoes. Uh, looks like it. Okay. Yeah, because this right. one is Stuart Weitzman, Marilyn Monroe shoes. All right, all right. Stuart Weitzman, pretty uh, popular brand, mm-hmm. I guess, for heels. Next one? Number eight, Stuart Weitzman, retro rose shoes, one million. <laughs> okay. Oh, my Lord. These are for uh, pretty much like brass or gold heels, like with solid flowers on them, solid diamond. Wow. So, yeah, that one. Okay. All right, next yeah. one. Stuart Weitzman, platinum gold stilettos, <laughs> 1.09 million. Oh, my God. These are just shoes? I guess. And we're on number eight. Stuart Weitzman, <laughs> Wizard of Oz, Ruby Stilettos. Those are stilettos in that? I don't even know that. I thought it was just some random pair of heels that they found back in the day. Uh, I guess. How much are those for? 1.6 million. Oh, you know, just 1.6 million. You know. Stuart Weitzman, uh, Tanzanite heels, $2 million. Oh, my. Who buys these shoes? I don't know. Where, but I was careful all right, just that. skip to the top. What is the most expensive shoe? Um, Passion Diamond Shoes, $17 million. Okay, so those, cause those they're just diamonds. Uh, no. No? No, they're not. Oh, they're not? They're not. Seems like a normal shoe with a goldish outer layer to it and just a row of diamonds along the edge of the heel. Like the part that would hold the foot. Uh-huh. Along the edge of that part is just a line of diamonds from beginning to end. And I guess that makes it $17 million. Wow. Well, I guess that doesn't really compare to Steve Jobs' sandals. I apologize, Steve Jobs. That your sandals didn't go for seventeen million, but yours are also not diamond encrusted and yeah. golden. And yours is complete personality. Also, what's that one guy's name that made all those Weitzman? They're also not Weitzman stilettos. <laughs> yeah, unfortunate. Well, we're gonna wrap up this episode here. Uh, thank you for listening. Follow us on Spotify. And if you would like to research any of the topics that we talked about, we use care11.com, apnews.com, cbsnews.com, and nbcnews.com. Thanks for listening, and we hope to see you in the next episode. Later.